Time now on Sky Sports Radio for Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning everyone and welcome into Going Greyhounds. We have got a busy show coming up. Later on we'll be chatting with Marty Hallinan and also Mark Maroney about their runners taking place in the group ones at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. Uh, but first of all we're catching up to Greyhound Racing New South Wales Chief Operating Officer Wayne Billett to discuss the implications for the greyhound industry um, with obviously the New South Wales government closing its borders to Victorians overnight. Wayne joins us right now on the line. Wayne, a very good morning to you and thank you for taking the time to join us on the show this morning. Yeah, good morning, Liz, and um, yeah, pleasure to be on. Well, we appreciate your time. Now, Wayne, as I was just saying, as of midnight last night, uh, the New South, Wales, New South Wales government officially closed their borders to all Victorians. Could you just outline to us what the repercussions are for the greyhound industry and what measures greyhound racing New South Wales is taking as a result? Yeah, thanks, Liz. Yeah, so last night, um, greyhound racing New South Wales uh, made the decision that uh, we would not, from midnight last night, we would not be accepting any nominations for greyhounds um, domiciled in Victoria. Um, this is something that we had in play previously um, when COVID originally broke out and we had our regional racing model. So we've, we've gone back to that um, from a Victorian nomination perspective. So that's the, that's the step that we've taken um, effective midnight last night. Okay, and uh, just with regards to the group ones taking place at Wentworth Park on Saturday night, obviously there are some Victorian runners um, in those finals. Can you give us the latest on those runners? Um, will that be able to take their places in the finals? Yes, Liz, I'm pleased to say that uh, all of those greyhounds uh, that were Victorian domicile are, have, are actually in New South Wales. Um, we had a number of them who had come up um, prior to the heats uh, who had uh, domiciled themselves in New South Wales, and we had them staying at various locations throughout the state. And there was there were a couple that went home after Saturday night, and they have they've been they've managed to come back into New South Wales prior to the border closures. So I'm pleased to say that uh, you know those greyhounds, um, those four greyhounds, will all be taking their place in the Vic Peters and Peter Mossman Group One races on um, Saturday night. Well, that's fantastic news for connections of those greyhounds. Now, Wayne, obviously it's great to have Group One racing back, and now Greyhound Racing New South Wales feature events are being reinstated back into the racing calendar. Will the Victoria lockdown affect this? And I guess, what are your next steps to manage that situation? Yeah, thanks, Liz. Um, I think it's fair to say that this is an ever, ever-changing beast. Every day it's something different, and, and you know, as we've gone along, we've made decisions um, in that environment, and we'll continue to do that. I think for us, it's just to continue to monitor the situation, um, take advice from the government, which we've done along the way, and as as that advice changes, we reflect that to our industry. So at, at the moment, the status quo is that obviously for any upcoming races until the border closures change, uh, we won't be accepting nominations from from Victoria. Um, however, you know, people it doesn't stop the ability for people transferring their dog from from one state to the other, they can still do that um, in time. And it's also pleasing to note that with the recent um, easing of restrictions from with the Queensland border, that the Queenslanders can now come into racing New South Wales. So um, there's been one effect from one group, Liz, but, but we've had an opposite the other with our friends north of the border who can come into our racing. So as I said, we just keep, continue to monitor it and provide advice as, as best we can. Terrific. Wayne, thank you very, very much for your time this morning and providing us with the latest information. Yep. Cheers, Liz. Thank you. That was Greyhound Racing New South Wales Chief Operating Officer Wayne Billick giving us the latest information. Um, very good news that the run is taking place in the Group 1 heats, sorry, the Group 1 finals on Saturday night at Wentworth Park.
uh, will be able to take their place because they're already domiciled in New South Wales. Now, speaking of those Group 1 finals on Saturday night, pretty exciting to have Group 1 racing back there at Wentworth Park. Of course, we've got the Vic Peters final and also the Peter Mossman final. Quality fields for both of those finals. I'm pretty excited. Um, a few interstate greyhounds, um, as we just heard, they're lining up, including the likes of Tommy Shelby, who's currently the $2.50 favourite on tan for the Vic Peters final. Um, for the Peter Mossman final at the moment, um, a little bit more even in terms of the market. Nanga Silk presently the $3.30 uh, favourite with Tab, but a bit of a battle going on for favouritism. Lily Banners come up with box 7 at $3.40. Fire and Ice um, is drawn box 5, um, paying $3.60. And later on we'll be catching up to Mark Maroney who trains Fire on Ice. But first of all, we're talking to trainer Marty Hallinan who joins us on the show. Marty, good morning to you and welcome to Going Greyhounds. Good morning. How are you going? Very well. Hey Marty, first of all, congratulations on zipping Sheldon uh, winning his heat on Saturday in the Vic Peters heat. Did that come as a surprise to you? Oh, it was a very good heat. It didn't come as a surprise. The dog's got a very big motor, but I didn't think I could probably be catch the thief. I actually thought he had a good each way chance. Okay, well, he did a really good job. He sort of jumped with it from box three. He settled midfield, then he just drove along the rails. He got up to score in 29.90. He does have a very good finish on him. He does. Actually, a little bit disappointed with the overall time. I'm just having a few little problems with injuries. But, look, you can only do your best in the seven-day turnaround. And I still think he's got a 29.6 in him. Just off the trials and when he's won races at Bathurst and Dubbo, I think he can run 29.50 on Saturday, on oh, not Saturday night, but one day in his career. I hope it's Saturday night. <laughs> He'll need to run that to, to win it because it's a you know very good field. There's lots of speed. Um, if I run a place, I'll be over the moon. Well, that would be fantastic. Um, Marty, you've said that he's had a few uh, little injuries, a few little niggles. What have you been doing with him during the week and what do you do with him in preparation for the final on Saturday? No, not much difference. I, I just kind of give him an easy slip up the track on Monday and then I just needed four or five days just to work on things, you know, laser spots and ho hopefully have him a bit, a little bit fresher but get the injuries right and get a bit of strength back. I'd like to see him run 11.60 run home, not 11.90 run home. OK. Um, what's he like to train and what's he like personality-wise around, around the kennels? I oh, know, no, he switched on at a, at a meeting. You know, good kennel dog, barks mm -hmm. a bit, but that comes back from... My, my bit sipping Maggie. She was always a bit of a barker, but um, <laughs> nice dog to train. You know, very nice dog to train. When you get to the track, he switches on and he gives a hundred percent all the time. Okay, and look, Marty, what we've got you've got a couple in at Wenty tonight as well. Race one, number one, Zipping Dean. He's priced up at about three dollars thirty. How do you think he'll go tonight? Look, he's in his right box, but just the last couple of runs have been disappointing for me. Um, little things again. You just try and find. Think, you know, I've lost a little bit of a motor. I mean, Peter Sims is a very fast dog from Wagga Wagga. I rate him a chance, but I am in the one box. I think he's a hope, you know, but it's probably got to be a 30, 30, 30, 40 race for him to win it. Okay, and uh, race number eight, you've got Zipping Lena jumping from box three. She gets quite a strong race again tonight. How do you think she'll go? Very strong race. I think she's got a real good chance, to be honest. I, last week she got platted a bit wide, and they were, they were too good, like um, Zipping Bram shot to the lead. I was disappointed in a run home, but she was trapped very wide outside Sniffy, and I, I rate her a chance tonight because I don't think there's a lot of speed. If she can get on the bunny, she might be able to pinch this. All right, she's paying good money, currently paying about $5.50, so maybe a bit of a value. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with her. I've had a really good week, and I, I rate her a chance tonight. I really do. Terrific. Hey, Marty, thank you very much for your time this morning. All the best tonight and all the best with Zipping Sheldon and the Group 1 on Saturday. Right.
appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. That was Marty Helen, and of course he, he's always he's always got a good greyhound, doesn't he? But he's got Zipping Sheldon uh, lining up in the Vic Peters heat. Vic Peters final on Saturday night. Now, another trainer who's got a runner lining up in a Group One on Saturday night is Mark Maroney. Mark, a very good morning to you, and welcome to Going Greyhounds. Yeah, good morning. Mark, first of all, congratulations on a wonderful win by Fire on Ice and her Peter Mossman Opal Heat on Saturday. You must have been thrilled. Yeah, no, I was ecstatic. She went into the race a little underdone, and uh, yeah, it was she exceeded all expectations on Saturday. Well, she flew home late along the rail. She won in 29.77. It was the second quickest heat time after the Peter Mossman. Um, Lily Banner only went a little bit quicker. So what can we expect to see from her in the final? Oh, you'll see a lot of improvement, I think. Um, she uh, tore a piece off of off a pad in a, under a front foot the week before, so she missed a run. She hadn't had a run for two weeks. So to come out and run her personal best and a personal best runner and two of around 11.70, I think she'll just find a bit more this week. Well, that's fantastic. Now, what have you been doing with her between the Haitian building up to Saturday in the final? Uh, nothing different. Uh, I was, you know, I learned a long time ago, you don't change anything between heat and final. So <laughs> she's just working at home in the runs, up and down the sand runs. And, um, yeah, she'll just, no trial or anything. She'll just go straight in nice and fresh. And I was speaking to your wife yesterday before I chatted to you, Mark. This is a greyhound that you bred yourself, so it must be super special to see her making the group one on Saturday night. Yeah, I've had um, six generations of this line. Wow. And um, there was a lot of a lot of bloodlines die out, whereas this one seems to be getting stronger. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's even better when you breed them yourself. We've won group twos and group threes with the line, but. Uh, We've never been in a group one, so this is a first for us. Well, hopefully she can go a very good race to you on Saturday. Now, Mark, you've also got another one in at Wednesday on Saturday night. You've got Sweet Fire all lining up in race nine. Um, that's over the 720 metres. Um, small field, she's got a vacant box to her inside. How do you think she'll go? Uh, she should go quite well, I think. She's been racing against the like the top top stayers the last few weeks Blooming and Rising, he's won half a million dollars, she was up against him last week and she's sort of back to her own grade again this week it's been hard to find 700 metre races so um, we're just lucky to get what we've got at the moment but it looks a nice race for her Well Mark, lots of good luck with her and especially lots of good luck with Fire and Ice in the Peter Mossman Opal final on Saturday night. Thanks very much for your time this morning. No problem, any time. Thanks. That was trainer Mark Maroney. He's got Fire on Ice lining up in the Peter Mossman Opal final on Saturday night. She's the kind of dog that everyone wants in their kennel. I think she's had 39 starts, 14 wins, 15 minors. Um, she's recorded the two quickest times of the year at Gosford over 515 metres, the second quickest time of the year over 515 metres at the Gardens. And fingers crossed for Mark and the team that they do get some luck in the final on Saturday night, Dave. Certainly the case. Uh, thanks so much for that, uh, Liz. Obviously a big morning with a lot of news breaking around the place and Great to hear from Wayne Billet as well. Yeah, it was. And um, look, just quickly as well, some best bets for people. If they're interested, Tari, race seven, number one, Fab Nikki, paying $1.28. Richmond, race seven, number one, Rhyme Nor Reason, $1.60. Wenty tonight, or race one at number seven, at Revelstone, paying two fifty. Of course, you can check out all the tips on thedogs.com.au if you want a multi. Those three up, paying $5.12.
Perfect. Thanks so much, Liz. Great. Thanks, Dave.